0: Though I have to explain the story. No. Never. Never explain. Never apologize. I mean, I'm sure they wouldn't put me in real prison for something like that, right? I mean, but what what other prisons are there? Like whatever prison they put like Martha Stewart in. Yeah, but you are not a millionaire. Well, that's true, but I'm. I don't know. I'm rich at heart. <laughs>
1: hello and welcome to another exciting episode of long box small talk i'm your host bill kurtner next to me is my favorite golden shower magazine subscriber
0: mr rod the bod heron how you doing buddy so with no explanation nope nope all right the only reason i'm not gonna explain (laughs) that is because i don't want to go to jail any kind of jail
1: Okay. Ah, the mystique of the first opening lines of the episode. What's going on, man? Dude, nothing much. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited about today. Yeah, back in back at my place for the first time in a while. Yeah, I'm excited, and you got a new dog. Yeah, yeah.
0: Little S'mores, my baby. So, what made you get another dog or a dog? Uh, uh, well, you don't have any animals at all, right? No,
1: I had a dog about 16 years ago when I was married, and uh, my ex-wife got rid of it because she said it attacked my son when I wasn't there. I'm like, wow, isn't that all convenient? You know, (laughs) isn't that convenient? I'm not there, and it attacks the boy.
0: Yeah. Amazing. So so you guys got rid of that dog, and then it's been 16 years since you've had a pet.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, I lived with my family during my divorce. Then I lived in an apartment next to Craig for a couple years. Then I lived in a house that I was renting from my family. So I I just really – it was never convenient to have a dog. Yeah. And so now – I just happened to be on a um, a Facebook group that's called Friends Would uh, Buy and Sell and Save, and a lady I think I'm a
0: part of that same group.
1: Yeah, and a lady was about a, about two weeks ago she was selling them for fifty dollars, and then she came back Friday and was giving three away. I left thirty minutes early from work because I saw one I liked, got beat everybody else there. And uh, picked up s'mores. She's a little uh, a rat terrier mix. We think she's either mixed with pug or bulldog. We're not sure. She's beautiful, and she's so good with the kids. My kids have been just enamored with her all weekend. And I've got a 14-year-old and a 10-year-old, and no arguing, no fighting. You know, this is the first time they wanted to play a video game all weekend. They've been playing with the dog, and it's just been nonstop, you know, relaxation and Play with dogs and getting up three times a night to let her out to pee,
0: but uh, <laughs> hopefully she'll grow out of that. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But it's been really, it's really neat. I mean, uh, I haven't had one like I said, sixteen years, so I forgot how to raise them. And
0: uh, <laughs> similar to children, just make sure they're fed and then you know entertained. Yeah, yeah they tend to pee. Make sure around. they don't piss on the floor. Well, you know, I mean, my,
1: my you know. I'm sure mine did that once or twice.
0: I'm sure they did, too. Uh,
1: more projectile vomiting than pee. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. On, uh, one time, Quentin was um, he was in first grade or kindergarten, and we were driving from... My parents lived in Lamarck. I was driving a clear lake to drop him off at school and go to work. And uh, he said, Dad, I don't feel good. Dad, I don't feel good. I pull over on 45, open the door to my truck, boom, vomit all over me.
0: Over you, all and you didn't over, get it outside? all
1: over me, all over me.
0: That's a typical dad thing, I think. I mean, yeah,
1: yeah. I just, I was covered like it was like double dare. It's like with bodily fluids. <laughs> yeah,
0: I remember uh, getting like a stomach bug or something, and like, being like, I don't feel very good. And they were like, Well, why don't you go to the bathroom? I was like, Okay, I'll go to the bathroom, but I don't know what I need to do. <laughs> okay, I got two options here, and I don't know which one is should take priority. <laughs> so what ended up happening is I ended up throwing up in the toilet. And our shower, like our our bathtub, was kind of close to it, so I ended up shitting in the shower and vomiting in the toilet. Yeah, a double header. Uh, yeah, I, and you know what? I didn't even think that I could have reversed that and, and been completely normal, but because you should you should always vomit in the shower and shit in the toilet. You but, should, yeah, you should. I, I got it. Reversed, my mom, though.
1: my mom did that when I was in high school.
0: Oh yeah, and my sister Which one? Had
1: the shit in the shower. Both she she did the double header. Oh man, and my sister had to clean it up. <laughs>
0: See, at least I was a child, so I was just nope. like, parents, nope.
1: clean me. Nope. She was an adult, and my sister was, I uh, think, in junior high. Yeah. Hi, Wendy. <laughs> oh, well, I mean,
0: that, that story happened when I was in high school. When yeah. Are, when are we? <laughs> How back are you going? Uh, 25 years ago. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. I was five. <laughs> Like I was, so it would have been acceptable for it to me to do it. Yes,
1: my mom was in her 30s, so... Oh. <laughs> a, love you too, mom. <laughs> All right, so what's going on with you, man? Anything? Dude, I, I've been really excited about some of the movie news that we've seen. I'm telling you, man. I'm I'm, I'm pumped. I'm pumped. We've got a lot of stuff to go into. Uh, do you want to talk movie news then? Yeah, let's go we'll right into it. Okay, so let's talk... Um, Kind of movie news uh, briefly. Uh, Daredevil season two trailer hit uh, hit the interwebs. Oh, you want to go
0: from movies to TV?
1: Well, you know, I kind of feel like Daredevil on Netflix really is more of like a ten-part film. It's like it's like five. Well, they do thirteen, so it's like six really good movies back to back.
0: Yeah, it's kind of got that same Game of Thrones feel, where yeah. like, each episode is like, I feel satisfied. Even if I'd gone to a theater and seen yeah. that, that satisfied me.
1: Yeah, I could have paid $10 for each of those episodes, like $120, $130, and it would have been worth it. I uh, will
0: agree with that.
1: Yeah, the, and uh, season two looks great. You're getting uh, an idea of what Frank Castle, the Punisher's character, is all about. Uh, it looks like it's a slightly different take, but it's an, uh, a very interesting take. I think so. Um, he's a little crazier, I think. Which is a good thing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Berenthal is a, um, is a great character, a great guy to play that person. Um, uh, and the very end, they're teasing you the second part of the trailer, which pops up next Thursday, the 25th, and it has Electra in the very last couple of seconds. So, obviously, this is going to be one hell of an action-packed season. Um, it doesn't look like it's going to let up on the violence at all. Not at all. It looks like we're probably doubling the violence. Yes. Um, so I, I recommend hitting YouTube and finding the season two trailer for Daredevil.
0: It is incredible looking. So they have Daredevil chained to a chimney, which is very reminiscent of like a very important episode arc. Do you remember what that episode arc is? I don't
1: remember the episode arc, but it's the three issues that introduce the Punisher and not the Punisher, but when the Daredevil and Punisher meet. Okay, and
0: because uh, I remember seeing that that iconography
1: before, Daredevil is trying to stop Frank from killing a. He's either a, a gang member or an assassin, and Frank's about to assassinate the guy on a t- on a roof, and he's he had to uh, stop Daredevil, and Daredevil's tied up, mm-hmm. and it's a really good
0: arc. I got to look it up, but I used to have it somewhere yeah. around here. I want to say there was some kind of choice that Daredevil had to make. Uh, that Punisher gave him kind of like an ultimatum. I could be completely wrong on that. I don't know,
1: but I I remember that Daredevil kicks the living shit out of Frank. As I, I mean, yeah. you know, Daredevil is definitely more of the street fighter than Frank Castle was in the beginning. Mm-hmm.
0: Now I would say probably even. I think it know. depends on who writes it, but sure, yeah. I Sh- mean, Daredevil kicking Punisher's ass in a Daredevil book—that's kind of
1: yeah, apropos. Yeah, um, yeah. It looks like it's gonna be pretty dope. So okay. You uh you mentioned to me the uh I guess the pictures
0: for Doctor Strange came up. Yeah, some set leakage from wow. the new uh Doctor Strange movie that's coming out and is it coming out this year or next November, year? Or November. November. Yeah, it's coming out this wow, year. Wow, wait. That's, no, a, wait, that's I saw, actually a lot sooner than no, i thought. No, I think
1: it I think it is twenty seventeen. Well whatever
0: it is, it looks awesome so far. Yeah. It, it looks, looks like they've really gotten that character down. It looks and it looks he looks like a real a realistic version of Doctor Strange. Yeah, exactly. Um you have got the spirit of Doctor Strange there, you don't have too much cape. No. Because there no. is there is too much cape. There is. There is yeah, too cape. You can definitely do too much cape. There is the
1: Todd McFarlane Batman too much cape. There if you've ever go. seen those.
0: Yeah. Or or the Todd
1: McFarlane like super detailed spawn covers that where the cape would be like a like some kind of hick girl's wedding dress train, you know. Yeah. yeah.
0: If you need like two splash pages to draw Batman's cape, <laughs> that's too many. Okay? But but uh, I I I think it looks awesome so far, and I think Benedict Cumberpatch is gonna do amazing. I do too. I, I think that's the first time I've ever said his name correctly. Yeah, I think
1: so. Actually, yeah. I, we have. I didn't recor- like it,
0: huh? I didn't like it.
1: Well, I mean, it's a. I don't know. <laughs> Beanpole
0: cucumber patch um, is going to do really awesome in this movie. Like, he, he, they did his hair right. He's got like the Mr. Fantastic white on the sides.
1: Why Why is it, let me let me ask you a question. Why is it that he, in this world, he and Tom Hiddleston, like when women see them, their panties drop. But had like let's go back like 25, 30 years ago. Honestly, women would have just, would have not given them the time of day. What is it what has changed in our in our climate that women find these kind of, like, lanky English guys with pale skin and kind of greasy
0: long hair? Um, I I don't know, man, because I feel like that's... If we're going to talk about this, yeah. we can go back to, like, English rock bands and stuff like that. Because, I mean, English people... I mean, while their teeth are always messed up.
1: Here we go. Here we go.
0: While their teeth are always Hi, much jacked. Yeah, there you go. Hey, Robin. Their teeth are always jacked. They're always of awesome, those suave motherfuckers on the planet. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, James Bond can base. I mean, I'd walk in on James Bond having sex with my wife, and I'd just be like, "Yep, I knew that was gonna happen well, one day. It was inevitable." I'll be in the.
1: I'll be in the living room. Yeah, you just let
0: me know when you finish <laughs> yeah. up here. Yeah. <laughs> but um. But yeah, so. I don't really know where to go from that. <laughs> I don't either,
1: but I figure you were more of authority to ask on that. I just I can't figure it out. We watched Crimson Peak a week or two ago and like women swoon my girlfriend swoons over Tom Hiddleston I'm like, he's cool, he's a good actor, but I'd have a beer with him. Yeah, I'd hang out, but it's like I don't get it. It's not like like Brad Pitt in the nineties when you're like I see it, I see it. He's got that V thing in his crotch area, you know, yeah. from his from his abs to his crotch, when when I can barely see my crotch, you know, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, that like di- that, uh tone. yeah, yeah, you could just like kind of, I could wash clothes on his, abs. yeah, 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 yeah. We don't really have that.
1: <laughs> no, never. I don't even think. I don't even think in my matrix, like when the matrix, when you can like make your own image. I don't even think I was. I'm even possible of imagining that on myself.
0: You know what's hilarious though is I get as I get older. And I get away from, like, the pettiness of high school.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm finding more and more women like men that look like us.
1: Well, yeah. There was an episode of Drew Carey way, way back in the day. And Drew had, like, his – I think it was his 15th or his 20th uh, high school reunion. And all – like, there was a couple of, like, hot girls that liked him that wouldn't pay attention to him in high school that were totally into him. So he's asking his female friend on the show, why are they paying attention to me? They go, you're stable. You have yeah. a home. You have a job. You don't. You're not. You've never been married. You got no diseases. You got no kids. Like they're seeing, they're seeing the benefits. They were with the other guys who you know drank till four in the morning, beat them, and then left. You know, and so that's that's why you know it was that that's you see it all the time. You know, and then yeah. some people actually stayed with those guys. Like I've seen some people from my high school that actually stayed. Like, the girls have stayed with that guy she met in high school, and I'm like, oh, wow, you didn't experience life. Yeah. sorry.
0: (laughs) So, what's great about that is, though, I totally met my wife in high school, and, like, we're still together.
1: No, you met your wife when she was in high school. I was in high school as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, but... Is that... that...
0: No, 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 I totally was. I was a senior. She was a freshman. I mean, so it was... Even in high school, it was kind of weird, but, like, now, who gives a fuck?
1: (laughs) No. No, I don't. Nobody. Nobody. Like,
0: now that I'm 30 and she's, like, 25... Nobody.
1: Yeah, nobody. <laughs> except I don't like the way you're looking at me, though.
0: Except the police.
1: <laughs> the police don't give a fuck. <laughs> All right. So, um, recently, there's been a whole interesting little thing, because Deadpool has already made, I think... It's getting close to the
0: five hundred million mark globally, wow, really that high, very because uh, I haven't been following it last time I checked last week whenever we recorded it was one thirty five after their opening weekend. well that was one
1: thirty five domestic yes, it has made nearly five hundred million worldwide.
0: ah okay,
1: um they're saying it's going to break some more records. It's the first time in February for something to get that get that high up um they're announcing uh, the DVD Blu-ray coming out they They've got estimated dates somewhere around May, I believe, mm-hmm. and on top of that, we both talked about the petition to have not Ryan Reynolds but Deadpool host Saturday night live what what are you what's your opinion?
0: I absolutely love the idea. Um, I think it would be great, especially if I mean you put that kind of whimsy in a character yeah. And, and put him in a skit. And I want to see Ryan Reynolds be Deadpool for yeah. an hour episode of SNL. And and the way he acts, I feel like he could be in every single skit. Uh,
1: you know, they used to have Andy Kaufman on there. Mm-hmm. I think it's the same thing, except it's an R-rated Andy Kaufman. I think it's it's because Kaufman was willing to break the fourth wall. Coffin did a lot of weird experimentation on there. And I think if you do this, this would be the first time an actual fictional character has hosted the show. Yeah. Not a not like a celebrity or a politician or someone, but a real fictional character. Mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds. A in character her- come to life. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would be interesting. I don't think it'll happen. I don't think so either. Uh, he did a nice little... Uh, uh, a, a jab at the uh, Kanye West backstage audio, but he did it as Deadpool. And if you get a chance, hit YouTube and check it out. It's really funny. It is. But I'm, I, I you know what? I wouldn't be. It wouldn't surprise me if he was the last host of the season. If they do it, Ryan Reynolds or Deadpool. Deadpool. Okay. Has Ryan Reynolds
0: done it to promote I think he's Deadpool? done it a couple times. No, okay.
1: but I think he's done it a couple of times.
0: I know. I've seen I've seen him on the show before. I yeah. just didn't know if he did it for like, pre-Deadpool promotion. Um, but yeah, I would love to see Deadpool. And if they do it as the last episode of the season, how perfect would that be? Or even around when the Blu-ray drops? Well, that would probably be when the Blu-ray drops. Oh, right around the end so of the that, season? To
1: me, that would make sense if you did it when the Blu-ray is dropping
0: and have him in character. Yeah. And and a lot of people are saying that he's not going to do it because he put out that Kanye video, that parody video, but I kind of feel like that might be stirring the pot a little bit. Maybe See, he's angling for it the same way he leaked the footage initially for Deadpool to get Deadpool made. I agree. I agree. I think
1: I think you're uh, we keep talking about 2015, 2016 being the years of fan service. Mhm. Where if you it, it's very much that idea if you will it it will happen, and I think now when somebody brings something like this up and it kind of touches the internet and the internet comes back and says yes let's do this
0: yeah let's make this a reality
1: yeah what was it uh, last week we were talking about Stephen Lang not Scott Lang Stephen Lang boy you you said it and then you had me yeah. saying it the whole episode but uh, we were talking Stephen Lang being cable and now there's like. Uh, Kira Knightley wants to be Cable, and there was another old guy that wants to be Cable, and I, I said no, or, or, or some wrestler.
0: Yeah, was I, it? you know what? I can't remember his name right now. Nash, Stephen Nash. Yeah, something Nash. He something. used to be Diesel. I remember Diesel. Yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, he and he also looks kind of like the character. But I feel like he's too big, almost.
1: Yeah, I think I think Stephen Lang is a more feasible, and I, I think as you get closer, we'll find out. As long as Lang doesn't ask for like a quarter of a million dollars to yeah. play the character, you know be real but it you know it'd be cool. Uh but yeah, we live in that time where now if you go, hmm, Batman meets the Ninja Turtles. Oh wait, now it's a comic. Yep. You know, Ninja Turtles meets Ghostbusters. Now it's a comic. Uh I need to do a redaction. Uh-oh. Get ready. I'm going to break I'm going to break almost what I said on on episode 1 and somewhere in the first 4. The Ghostbusters remake I'm kind of excited to see now. Are you really? I'll tell you why. Over the last six months, I started watching Saturday Night Live on YouTube. The newer stuff. Mm-hmm. I was I was like one of those old fuddy-duddies. It was just like, you know, my time was kind of...
0: It hasn't re- been good since Steve Martin?
1: The Wayne's World era. Oh, okay. And then I then I also liked, like the Will Ferrell era. Yeah. D- didn't really... You know, the Sandberg stuff, I like the Lonely Island stuff, but didn't mm-hmm. really watch a lot of the stuff. So now I've been watching it. Wow, this cast this cast is really good, and I really like Kate McKinnon. I really like Leslie Jones. Um, uh, the the uh, Melissa McCarthy mm-hmm. like I like her films. She's okay,
0: and then uh, she's uh, good Cr- in ensemble pieces. Yeah. We've agreed on that before. Yes,
1: Kristen Wiig, I liked from the last cast of SML, mm-hmm. and I think I think that if they don't screw the pooch on this, this could be really funny. It could be it could be a really good
0: idea. Now, we're not talking about replacing the old Gus- Ghostbusters. We're just saying this is going to be a fun reimagining. I hope they don't I hope it's not
1: it's not a reboot. Mm-hmm. I hope it is a Well, that happened 30 years ago and we never had anything else happen since. Yeah. And now there's a need for the I don't know. I hope I I I hope it's not a complete reboot. Uh if it is, I'm going to go in open-minded because Paul Feig's a good director. Uh, all four of the ladies are very funny, and if they utilize them equally, it'll be solid. Like, Kate McKinnon is her secret weapon, in my opinion, because she is so
0: damn funny. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of hers. But you know what? That actually is a really good segue. Go for it. To talk about Rebirth, because I wrote a <sighs> blog this week. Yeah. Um I feel like we were a little too hasty in our judgment, and I think we need to go do, into this a little you, bit more open-minded. Do you, do you really? I, I do. I do I do feel that way. Because, like, and I and I say all this in the blog, but basically, DC is like a friend of ours. They've been around forever. You know, I haven't been liking what they've been putting out recently, but I still feel like they're the home of Batman, Wonder Woman, Superman. Well, I they mean, are. <laughs> yeah, of course. But, But they're... They're they're the home for all those characters, and you know if your neighbor's house is on fire, you don't give them you know buckets of gasoline. You give them buckets of water. You turn your hose on. You spit on them uh, if you have to. Okay, but, like, <laughs> you, I'm going to keep an open mind until until we know more. And okay. I know more information is coming out regularly. You're looking at something right now.
1: I am uh, on the big screen here. Uh, we are looking at uh, GothamSpoilers.com. God bless you. It's one of my favorite comic sites. Uh... They have a list of what so far what they know. They've got a breakdown. I'm sorry, I'm not looking at you. No, you're good. Um, <laughs> I'm used to it. They, they've got a breakdown of um, what starts in June, and kind of uh, they. Right now, we know that on March 26th, in about a month, we're going to get uh, creative teams for each of these books. So I'm just going to talk about the first two columns. The first these first three. I'm going to talk about June. And we're not going I don't know if we'll go over the rest of it. Nah. Um uh in June we start with rebirth specials, uh starting with Aquaman, Batman, The Flash, Green Arrow, Green Lanterns, Superman, Teen Titans, Wonder Woman rebirth. Those are all rebirth issues. Now, there'll be new series that ship twice a month, that is biweekly. That means it goes both ways. Uh and is nice. Aquaman, Batman, The Flash, Green Arrow, Green Lantern, Superman, and Wonder Woman. Um, And then new issues to ship twice monthly. Uh, Action Comics starting with number 957. Detective Comics starting with number 934.
0: Now, explain to me that real quick. Because what they did is they took the 52 numbering and added it to where they left off, right? Yes, I believe so. Okay, that seems odd to me. And only for those two books. I'll tell you why. It's because, I mean, if you look... Action
1: Comics, if they're going twice a week, Mm -hmm. uh, instead of 12, that's 24 issues. So in two years, they get to 1,000. So that that would be – I could see in 2018, you know, we want to get to Action Comics number 1,000. And by 2019, they're Detective Comics 1,000.
0: Yeah. So they uh, just want those anniversaries? Yeah, I think so. Milestone issues. I I, I mean – They tend to sell better.
1: But it – there we know very little still about it. Mm-hmm. We know that Jeff Johns keeps saying not a reboot. Okay, so what are we saying? Is this a continuation of New Fifty Two continuity? Is this a continuation of the ill-fated "nothing happened"? You know, we fell asleep DCU initiative, which mm-hmm. six months ago, oh, it's uh, no continuity. Everybody's mm-hmm. on their own. Whoop de doo. This is
0: the future of comics. Here's the
1: future. And yeah. now now we're doing rebirth. Okay, now if you go back, Jeff Johns is responsible for Green Lantern Rebirth and the Flash Rebirth series, mm-hmm. where he brought those characters back from the dead, basically. Um there's a lot to be left answered here because we know that in Detective or in Batman Forty Nine, Batman is coming back in Fifty. He'll be back this month when we get the next issue. Uh, we know that they're kind of. It looks like they're kind of wrapping up Superman in a way. If they're just going to reboot, just be honest. I know we both have said we're tired of number ones. Let's see what's going to happen. What are the creative teams going to be? You know, they obviously they put an embargo on Twitter against these artists and writers because no one knows anything. Yeah. Like I think somebody tried to leak some and they automatically shut their Twitter down. You That's know? crazy. Well, I mean, they're trying to keep it a secret, but also we both read that this had just this was pretty new. Mm-hmm. Like they are just really coming up with all this and I'm afraid you know, I hope it's going to come out on time.
0: You know. Well, what I'm excited about is did you hear the lower price point? Yes, I a did lot of read those that. Books are I did be read $2. your 99. Yes. No, I
1: thought it said everything's 2.99.
0: Did it say everything? I just I, didn't I, want to generalize and make I think everything after
1: the rebirth issues is 2.99. I think okay. from now on there won't be 2.99 300 and books for DC. It'll be 2.99 across the board. Uh, you know, I see My some My wallet's th- excited. Yeah. I mean, I see some things like in July it's there it's not going to be the Green Lantern. No, they do have Green Lanterns. It's yeah. going to be Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps. Uh the Hellblazer number 1, Justice League number 1, Nightwing will be back. Red Hood and the Outlaws—that'll be nice because I really dug that. That, that yeah, plug. I like that story a lot. Um, I mean, so many of these are going to ship twice monthly. It's crazy. Uh, Blue Beetle's coming back. Is it? Is it Ted? New Fifty-two. Is it New or Bible? New Fifty-two Kid, the the Hispanic kid, or is it Ted? I mean, who knows? One thing I don't see, I haven't seen yet, is I know they're taught. They they've said they're not going with their. They they've trumped me already by saying they're not using their television movie continuity.
0: Oh, they did say that. That's they, good news. They are
1: saying that right now. I did read Jeff John saying
0: that's not happening. Good, because uh, that, that hurt my heart in all kinds of ways.
1: But one thing I would say is it's really silly. I don't see anything in here that's got anything like The Atom or... I don't see any of this stuff. I mean, other than Green Arrow, I don't see anything, you know, Firestorm, Legends of Tomorrow. I know they're canceling That's that, so that that little series, mm-hmm. um, that's and that's bad. That's sad because I would think you would have something, you know, something to.
0: Well, it looks like the 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 books that are putting their money behind are yeah. all core, mostly books. Other than I, I do see a few there, like Blue Beetle and Trinity. Well, Trinity is going to be Superman, Batman, yeah, uh, Wonder Woman.
1: They did they did that before. That was their. Um, that was their uh, uh fifty when they did fifty two mm-hmm. back a few years back. Um, that was another one they did a fifty two, and an account down to something, and then they did Trinity, which was their year long,
0: and it wasn't, in my opinion, wasn't that great. Okay. Um, but I think New Fifty Two was around when I started petering out with DC. Yeah. But I remember really liking Blue Beetle, um, and uh, the Outlaws, Red Hood, and the Outlaws. Um, I, I liked a few of those New Fifty Two books. I just. I didn't stick with it because I didn't think the writing was going anywhere. Yeah. You know, so I, and that's why I'm mostly Marvel now, but you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to try and go into this with an open mind and I'm going to pick up some, some rebirth issues Yeah, and I'm going to give it a try. I'm going to, I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it its fair chance before I condemn it anymore. I will. I will do the same. Okay.
1: And I'm sure June and July this year, when we hit our one year anniversary, we'll be, uh, we'll be reviewing whatever's out so far. Uh, we'll be
0: excited, um, speaking of which, we got an email the other day, a a guy actually contacted me, um, asked us to kind of promote this, you know, little-known Comic-Con that's coming up, (laughs) uh, Space City Comic-Con, and as of right now, Bill, we're going, sir. We are going. It will actually be my first con, and I'm gonna be dressed up like Steven Universe, you're getting a little preview of it today.
1: Oh, God, yeah.
0: <laughs> I didn't realize that's what that was. Oh, yes, sir. Oh, this God. is my Steven Universe T-shirt. I'm going to have some jeans and my red flip-flops. And if I can, I'm going to even do the little gym in my Oh, God, no, so no, flash oh, people in.
1: no, no, that's the last thing anybody wants to see is navel cleavage from you. With a, with uh, a... <laughs> I'm sure there's some Steven Universe groupies out there. <laughs> so uh, in Houston, Texas, May 27th through 29th at the Reliance Center, on uh, eighty three oh nine Fan in, in downtown Houston, or excuse me, the NRG Center. I'm sorry, it has been bought recently. Uh, we are going to be, we will be there. Hopefully, all three days. Uh, just a few guests in attendance. This is really interesting. William Shatner, Alex, uh, Alex Kensington, or excuse me, Alex Kingston from uh, Doctor Who, uh, Billy Piper from Doctor Who, Ron Perlman, Jason David Frank, the, the Green, Green Ranger, Ranger. yeah, uh. Tommy Flanagan. Uh, Michael Dorn from Star Trek uh, Deep Space Nine and uh, Next Generation. Uh, just so many different people are going to be there. Cosplayers, Dirk Benedict, Dirk frickin' Benedict. All now, right? you're going to
0: have to explain that one to me. I don't. I don't know. Who Dude, Dirk you Benedict never is. watched the A Team? Oh, the A Team. Who was he? He
1: was the Face Man on A Team. The good-looking guy.
0: Was well, he the one that uh, he
1: got all the chicks?
0: It's played by the guy from The Hangover and the new ones. Yes. Okay. He okay. was. Bradley cool. Cooper
1: did play him. By the way. My kids love that movie.
0: It's good. Yeah, it is a really good action. It's a great summer action movie. Anyway, we're getting distracted. (laughs) Anyway. Sean Ashmore is going to be there. Iceman from the X-Men movies. Yeah. Uh, We got a few cosplayers. Titan cosplay. I'm actually a big fan of theirs.
1: Brent Spinner from Star Trek uh, The Next Generation. Mr. Data. I mean, this is going to be a big deal. And guess what? Forget all those guys. Your two favorite podcasters are going to be there. That's right. In person,
0: in the flesh. Come say hello. Come say hello. We're going to carry the recorders. I'm going to look like Steven Universe. Bill's going to be wearing his (laughs) LST shirt, hopefully.
1: (laughs) I will wear it. I will at
0: least wear it on day one. (laughs) No, wear it all three days. No washing it. It's Uh, bad luck to wash it.
1: uh, We're going to have our recorder. We're going to try and interview everybody we can there. Hopefully get some... Some uh, celebrities interview, but really we want to interview the people there because I think it's going to be really interesting to talk to the the convention goers.
0: I feel like half the time the fans are more interesting than the people who are actually in attendance.
1: And you're really into the whole cosplay scene. Um, I'm I enjoy it. Let me rephrase that. Uh, yeah, you're more into it than I am. There you go. Okay, <laughs> I'll
0: accept that moniker. But but yeah, like I really enjoy it as like an uh, a creative outlet for people. And a way to express their comic love and, Dude, or whatever kind of love it's have. better than meth. <laughs> it's, everything's better than meth bill. But it, yeah, so I'm, I'm excited about that.
1: You're going to be hearing about it, uh, quite a bit up until May. We're going to be helping them promote it. Um, we're real excited to be invited to come out and hang out. And, uh, maybe next year we'll get a table and do some live stuff from there. Do, that would be do awesome. Some, I think it's the next step. I know we've been talking about doing it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, as you know, with, with Bill and Rod, uh, Procrastination is what we do. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we are masters of the procrastinating. So, uh, yes,
0: May 27th through 29th at the NRG Center downtown. You can uh, go to SpaceCityComicCon.com to yep. find more. Yep. And I'm pretty sure you can buy passes on there as well. Yes, yes. Um, so, yeah, and look at that. Home cosplay tickets, guests. I mean, they have everything right there. And they, Oh, you can book your hotel so you're yeah. not far away from the convention. It, it's it, it's going to be a fun event.
1: And and if you need if you're from out of town, and you're saying, "Gosh, what do I do in Houston? Where, where can I stay? We're gonna go eat." Just call your boys, email us, and we'll hook you up. We'll tell you where to go. Hit us up on Twitter. Yeah, and if you're lucky, if we're free, we might even take you out. No, you're buying.
0: Yeah, but we'll take it. We'll tell you where to go. <laughs> if alcohol's involved, yeah. we're getting it bought for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is free
1: content. It's time for you to give back to us.
0: I'll buy you a beer if you call us. I promise. <laughs> Uh, that's
1: Space City Comic Con, May 27th through 29th, 2016 at the NRG Center in Houston, Texas. LST will be there and we hope to see you.
0: Hey, what's going on, everyone? This is Craig from B Movies and Ebooks. And if you don't know about B Movies and Ebooks, it's basically a podcast between two lifelong friends. We cover horror movies, cult movies, and B movies on a bi weekly basis. And also, we talk about the latest genre fiction we've read. So after you get done listening to this fine episode of Long Box Small Talk, head on over to iTunes and search for B Movies and Ebooks and hit subscribe. It's easy to do, you'll be entertained, and you're Gonna find out about a ton of titles you never even knew existed.
1: Cloverfield, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. You and I have been going on, we're obsessed with this thing. It comes out in about three weeks. I'm excited as hell. Just started this week. They people, I mean, these guys, first of all, I want to commend the people on Reddit. Usually somebody would say, You guys got no life, you big nerds. You know what? Bill, mm-mm. I don't say that. I say, God bless you. Because I don't have the time you have to go through these these trailers and find these little stills of like like frame by frame. Yeah, they're going. I mean, they're, they're really they're putting the homework in. God bless you. You're the unspoken hero of nerddom. All right, you people with all this time, you don't have kids, obviously. God bless you.
0: Or if I, you do, they're going hungry and neglected. Sure, sure. Um, Thank you for that. Yeah. Thank you for your sacrifice. <laughs> As
1: minor in the next room playing Majora's Mask. Yeah. yeah. So some really amazing Redditors have gone through and done the investigation, just like in the original Cloverfield, which is something we both loved about Cloverfield. Mm-hmm. Almost sometimes more than the film itself was the alternative reality game that preceded the movie. All the cool stuff. And it's all on the Cloverfield DVD. And I hope this is all on the uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane Blu-ray. I lo- I'll buy it just for that. So what what is actually going on? Because I haven't been keeping up with it. Um, what's been found so far is... Uh, in all the trailers, there were some hidden images, and through that, these Redditors were able to find coordinates to an empty lot in Louisiana. All right. In the empty lot in Louisiana was a buried box, like a, like an army munitions box yeah. with stuff in it, and it had two USB drives in it. And those USB drives had a... Both of them had the same files on each one, about a three and a half minute audio which sounded like some military talk from, like, satellites to some command post. And there's not a whole lot on it that gives anything away other than they talk about an electromagnetic presence, and that's really about all. Uh, but through more hunting, the people were able to figure out what video the guy is holding in the trailer. Because the, the guy with the broken arm is holding a VHS tape. Okay. And it's a movie called Cannibal Airlines. But it's not a real movie. Uh, So I started searching up Cannibal Airlines, and it's Rob Schrab. He's the guy that did Scud the Disposable Assassin. I love that. Well, so Rob did all these fake movie posters for, like, fake 80s trailers. Shark Motel, Cannibal Airlines. There's a couple of other ones. And they've got the shirts up. And as soon as I get my income tax return, I'm buying at least two of them. Because they're really cool looking. Um it just adds to the hunt. There's quite a bit of stuff. Um, they discovered the numbers that she hits on the jukebox are the same as the numbers from Lost. The first four numbers from the Lost. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah. And then if you, they were able to track down like a soda that's drank in the movie. And that soda had some puzzle pieces with it that looked like the Eiffel Tower. But there's also something that connected. So this goes deep. It goes really deep it took him to a survival website that sold like survival kits for rations and all this and the price was those four numbers like four it was like four thousand eight hundred sixteen but it's not available now um, all kinds of really cool stuff man it's going it, again they're going real deep like they did last time um, I'm excited there's a, some kind of like survival game you can play that, that the guy I think John Goodman's character created. For, we believe, is his daughter who's not there, who was supposed to be there. And I didn't, I didn't have a chance to play it yet, but, I, you know, I'm down. I'm anything...
0: I love it when studios go, like, balls to the wall with stuff like Yeah, that.
1: because you know this doesn't really cost that much. Once they do all the website stuff, which can't be too much, it's, I mean, it's gotta be, it's free, I mean, it's so free, like, they just drop a hint... And then, boom, go.
0: Yeah, it's a viral puzzle that the, the audience has to figure out. Yeah. That, that's so cool. Whenever they take the time and take the just the tiny bit of extra money that they need to do this. Because I think you see dividends whenever, oh, yeah. whenever stuff like this happens. I mean, the internet self-promotes trying to figure out your movie.
1: Well, and also, the ARGs, when done right, give it a massive dose of cool. Mm-hmm. A massive dose of street cred. That, you know, other movies, if this had just come out and had been like, yeah, it's a bad robot movie, whatever. But we all knew that if it's a Cloverfield movie, Mm -hmm. there was going to be something like this connected to it. So I'm soup, 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 soup excited to see what's going on. So I don't watch Supergirl. I've got to finish Gotham first before I start anything else. Mm -hmm. But there has been a mention, possibly of a character we both like, showing up on Supergirl. And they say, I saw the clip, it was the end of this, I guess somewhere at the end of this week's episode where Supergirl's talking to the people in her underground, you know, soldier bunker, whatever. And (laughs) then they say,
0: they basically... Spoken truly like someone who hasn't seen anything. I know.
1: And they basically say, uh, you know, we could be dealing with somebody like an intergalactic bounty hunter. And the girl, the female agent who's her sister says, you don't think he's in town? And the black agent goes, no, if he was in town, we'd know about it. Of course, the whole internet lit up and goes, "Is it Lobo?" And I am saying, "It." I hope it's Lobo. I'm excited. I hope it is because I'll turn in. I'll tune in to watch it
0: if it's Lobo and it's like '90s Lobo and not this new Lobo that they yeah. got. Then I am just as excited. Now, if that's whoever we're talking about, okay, this so, could be them just trying to get some promotion. Since
1: this week, since last week, we talked about Lobo. I've gone on kind of like a a Lobo terror you have I did send you You keep sending me stuff I found that YouTube clip of the uh Lobo paramilitary Christmas that somebody made uh, and it was made in 2002 yeah and I watched the first one that I seen I didn't watch the other part it looked really neat but it was well done
0: it was well done I mean you yeah could, you could tell they spent a little bit of money on it but yeah it had it had like a nice 90s vibe even it, though it was made in 2000
1: yeah it did it just felt it had that feeling mm-hmm. um but I started going and listening to people talk about the new Lobo. And people were like, you really should, even if you love old Lobo, you really need to check out new Lobo. It's actually pretty good. So now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go down that rabbit hole this week. I'm going to go check out the new series of Lobo that just got canceled mm-hmm. and see if it's any good.
0: Well, it, got, it just got canceled, so that might be a clue. I mean,
1: Firefly got canceled, and that was awesome.
0: That good counterpoint. Exactly. exactly. See? See, what are you talking about? I'm a master debater over here. <laughs> you are a master of some kind of debate. Yeah. So, we're going to do something special today. We are. We're going to have your kids play a special edition of From the Halls of Obscurity. Yeah. I'm going to redo that because that sucked nuts.
1: Well, you can do it when they are coming. Oh, I'm going to. Okay. All right. We're going to take a break. We'll come right back. And we are back.
0: Rod, what are we about to do? Oh, you know what we're about to do. What are we going to do? Do you guys know what we're about to do?
2: Yeah. No.
0: Okay, so we're actually going to play a special edition of From the Halls of Obscurity. <laughs> I'm going to be terrible at this. <laughs> Maybe, but make sure you talk closer into the mic so we can hear you. So you said you're going to be terrible at this? Why do you yeah, think? Yeah, be because terrible at I don't
2: this? read comic books like all three of you do. Well, that's okay. okay. I don't okay. even read comic books. Real quick, books.
0: introduce yourself, young lady.
1: What's your name?
2: i'm violet i'm your daughter dad
1: okay thank you but the the audience
3: at home doesn't know and the red-haired gentleman here i'm quentin and i'm this guy's son he's talking on the mic. <laughs> thank you thank you
0: it's okay a ronald weasley looking kind of guy
3: <laughs> yeah. i like him that's what a lot of people say at school
0: yeah okay yeah.
1: so and also here is our new little puppy
0: s'mores you want to explain the rules to the kids that a dog's not playing right uh, yeah, oh, in he, in heck spirit. Heck yeah, she is. Heck in spirit. Heck. In spirit, okay. So um, what we're going to do is we're going to go through five characters. Okay? One, two, three, four, five. I don't know what grade you're in. I just want to make sure you I'm know what five fr- is.
2: I'm in fourth freaking grade.
0: Well, don't they teach you one number of grade? <laughs> now, is, that, is that not true? I mean, I mean, maybe <laughs> I it's went sa- Santa Fe. Maybe so it's Santa Fe. A lot of stuff is wrong with me. Okay, so I'm going to give you five characters, though. One, two, three, four, five. Uh, each one is going to have a superpower. I'm going to give you a little bit of a bio. uh, And then you're going to tell me what superpower that character would have. And then you're going to tell me if I made that character up or if they're real.
2: I have a question.
0: You can answer that question.
2: Can we actually ask you questions if the character, like, say, doesn't have an enemy? You,
0: you can ask,
2: but you can ask from
1: experience, let me tell you, sweetie, he's not going to answer. No, usually not.
2: Then <laughs> you don't get to heck s'more when you leave.
0: Oh, I'm going <laughs> to pet the hell out of s'more.
2: Oh, no, you're not. i okay. stealer. <laughs> no, you're not.
0: Okay, here so, we go. First one is going to be Lila Cheney. Marvel 1984 Lila Cheney is a mutant musician that often toured with Dazzler. She first met the New Mutants at one of her concerts where they subsequently foiled an assassination attempt made upon her by an alien race called the Vrakhanen. Unknown to them, Lila had attempted to steal the Earth and sell the population on the intergalactic black market. The New Mutants saved her from the Vrakhan and she changed her mind about villainy. So, Lila Cheney, from the couch.
1: Guys, I can tell you right now, I will bet the dog she's 100% real. Because I was reading X-Men when they had her in the arc in the late 80s, early 90s. They brought her back in. Um, so she is real.
2: So you think she's got like music powers or something?
1: Yes, I think she has sonic manipulation. Yes. So you don't remember her power? I don't remember her power exactly, but I know she's real. And I'm going to guess because she's a musician, it's some kind of sonic
0: manipulation. Okay, because the Dazzler clue? Yes. Okay. What about you, Quentin?
3: Yeah, I have to agree with Dad. I mean, I I don't, I I mean, <laughs> I think she's real, uh-huh. and I do think she has some sort of, something like um, what's that? What's that one? Sound like ma- sound, sonic yeah, manipulation? Sonic, yeah, she can manipulate yeah, son- sound, sonic manipulation. like banshee. Yeah, like banshee. That's what I was trying to think. Of. Okay, that's
2: banshee.
0: He's a character that goes ah! and he makes a lot of noise.
2: That sounds weird.
0: I, he's very weird. <laughs> Is he very he's,
2: annoying? He's
0: the worst part of the new first class movie. Yeah, it, just really. So, bad. what do you think, that? You,
1: you think worst? she's real? Bye bye. Bye bye. You think she's real? Yes, I do. Okay.
0: All right, so we're all in agreement then. Okay. <laughs> Hyla has the ability to generate a teleportational field about herself with which she can transport herself and other people/slash objects across interstellar distances, but she is limited as she can't teleport distances shorter than a few light years. She planned to teleport the Earth to its highest bidder as slaves. Um, and you said real? Real. Yeah, she is real. Yeah. So you got that one. So we you got, got one. one point. You
1: got one point. All right, one yeah.
0: point. Yeah. She's just like, leave me alone I want to sleep and be cute She's a
2: baby, she has to sleep
0: And be cute, Uh I know Alright, the next one is going to be Nox N-O-X, Marvel 1978 After being chased by muggers into an alley Nicholas Nox saw a mysterious glowing light Coming from under a loose brick Under the brick was the Ion Emeralds Nox took down the gang of muggers With his new powers and in the following months Teamed up with Spider-Man and the Fantastic Four Before being defeated by the Scrolls. First. Okay. What powers would Nox have?
1: Right. Some okay.
2: sort of light power. You said something
1: some about sort of ion
0: emeralds. Go, I want you guys to
1: start. All right.
2: um, You said he joined Spider Man.
0: Well, he, he, he worked with Spider Man. He worked with Spider Man the Fantastic Four. Based on what I gave you there, what power do you think
3: okay. he I they think said it has? I think he has some sort of light kind of power. Light like power yeah, ion.
0: Because yeah. he found the
1: ion jewels.
0: The ion emeralds.
1: Ion yeah. emeralds. So the ion would be ionic em- energy. You don't
0: know this one, right, Bill?
1: No. Okay. So. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna agree with you, Quentin. That it's some kind of energy generation. Yeah. Okay. Now, Vi-Vi, what do you think? Real or fake?
2: Um, I'm gonna have to say she kind of. So- it kind of sounds real.
1: Okay, you say real, Quentin. I'll
2: say fake. Actu- yeah, I, I'm gonna say, I say, I fake. say fake. I'm gonna say the fake. Okay,
1: I'm gonna say fake as well.
2: I'm gonna say fake actually because. I don't... I can kind of know a lot about Spider-Man, and I kind of never heard anyone called Nox.
0: Talk. Well, it's the halls of obscurity. So these are all going to be obscure characters that okay. maybe you might not know about.
1: I agree with you, though, Tiny. honey. I don't I don't think this is a real character.
0: Okay. You think I'm trying
1: to be Give tricky? Give her the answer already. Yeah. Okay. Wait, hold on, though. Uh-oh. Nox. Uh-oh. Ion. Got it. it would be weird that it... You would come up with something that's kind of like Fort Knox. It would be something gold related.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, this is how you play the game,
3: though. Oh man, you're not really what playing if, the game. What, you're playing wait, me. What if she? What if he shoots up some, some some kind of gold beam? What if? Okay, power, all right, right, gold energy, gold energy.
1: Yeah, all right, gold we're gonna beams. we're gonna say kinda, some kind of gold energy beam, then he's fake.
0: Okay, okay.
2: So, he
0: uses the Ion Emeralds, a scroll super weapon made to alter the Emerald's owner into a more powerful version of itself. When holding an Emerald in each hand, Nick Knox changes his into a prototype version of the Super Scroll, holding two Emerald Gauntlets. The Emeralds also give him immunity to damage, super strength, and the ability to change his appearance like most scrolls have. The scrolls easily defeat him and use the Ion Emeralds to go against the Fantastic Four, as was their plan all along. Fake.
2: Oh, yeah,
3: yeah. So,
1: Two points so far. Daddy,
2: so far. you woke up from S'more. What's wrong with you? It's okay. She'll
0: <laughs> fall asleep in a little bit. Okay, here we go. All, All right. right, the next one is Rainbow Man, DC 1981. Oh, you, I already got laughing from the couch. <laughs> Jonathan Barron was fired from Sun Technologies for pursuing his own projects Sun on the company Dime. <laughs> stealing his project Is he from San Francisco? Oh, I'm gonna tell you where he's from here in a second. Stealing his project back from the Sun Tech warehouse, he was determined to make people pay attention to him and seeing his oh, and make sure they see his brilliance. He went on a crime <laughs> spree through Coast City, causing millions of damages despite Green Lantern's best uh, efforts.
1: Rainbow Man. Fake.
0: Uh, but Quentin, what power
3: would he have, Quentin? What do you? I know this is far-fetched, but I'm going to say real. In the 1980s, it was a pretty weird time for just okay. DC. They do have but weird fashion and what stuff. Do you, Quinn, what do you power. think about his power? Like the last question, some sort of Oh, energy. like light manipulation, yeah, something light manipulation, like that? Yeah, light manipulation, something like
1: that. I'm going to say real because it's a green, you said Green Lantern? Mm-hmm. Okay, that would seem to be a, an enemy of Green Lantern, and I'll say some kind of, again, light manipulation or color manipulation.
2: Okay. I agree with the powers, but I'm still going to say fake, so okay. Okay. I'm,
0: I'm going to... If s- you're right, we give, you a, we give you an honorary point. All right, so <laughs> Rainbow Man, DC 1981. Based on the color of the object, Rainbow Man can do different things to the object. For example, brown melts, blues shatter, reds burn, blacks disappear into thin air, and greens okay. are harmlessly dissipated. Okay, that's color manipulation. Unable to stop him, but negotiated with a member of the Flash's Rogue Gallery, Rainbow Raider, to depower... Rainbow Man. Uh, and, I, yeah, I'm going to give you power, uh, color manipulation. Or, mm-hmm. er, er, you know, color powers. Uh-huh, that's that's uh-huh, great. Uh-huh. If you hadn't said that, I wouldn't have given it to uh-huh. you. But that last little uh-huh. bit you added on there, uh-huh. awesome. Uh, and he is fake. Uh,
1: oh! Yeah, so <laughs> we're, we're three points, and ViVi has an honorary point, which <laughs> you're going you to understand. You're going to understand. In Rodney world, it doesn't matter. Rodney.
2: No.
0: So.
1: Uh, a lot.
2: <laughs> a lot, probably. Turn.
0: Alright, so this next one, Ghost Dancing, Vertigo, 1995. Brother Christopher, real name Snot Boy, is the child of a white buffalo woman, an animal totem spirit in human form, and a musician, Fred Kaminsky. Together they begin the hippie movement in the 1960s, but after an FBI raid on their commune, Snot Boy was separated from his mother and father. I know, Snot Boy's funny, right? After many adventures trying to find his parents, Snot Boy found a... Mystical medicine named ghost dancing that would allow him <laughs> to embrace his place in the world.
2: <laughs> okay. okay. I don't well, understand uh...
0: this. Okay.
2: <laughs> Quinn,
1: let's start with you. What do you what do you think? So powers first, Quentin.
3: Ghost what do you think ghost dance. dancing's powers is? Yeah, I'm
0: uh... It seems kind of mystical to me.
3: Yeah, it seems kinda of, it seems almost like he raises the dead, but I'm not I'm not gonna say that. Yeah. I say more ghost dancing.
1: If you, just- you if you don't mind, let me jump in. <laughs> I think it's something I think it's kind of I think he's something like dead man who can kinda he's a ghost that jumps from body to body. And something tells me that he can somehow communicate or I don't know how to say it. Like, like pull
0: power from the dead.
1: Yeah. He can manipulate the dead or, or ghosts or spirits. He's kind of like a medium, you know, with benefits.
0: Yeah. Okay, what about you?
2: I'm going to say he, um, somehow, since he's called Dancing Ghost, Ghost okay, dancing. Don't touch the mic. Is it Dancing Ghost? Ghost Dancing. Okay. Ghost Dancing. So, I'm going to say... He dances, and then he, uh, he's like a ghost. So he dances and then like can revive or go to some, and go into someone's body or something like okay. that. Okay,
0: yeah. So that's kind of similar to what Deadman okay. does. Yeah. So yeah, you're agreeing with your dad then. Okay.
1: Fake. Real or fake? Violet?
2: You're going to have to get me out of this for a second. You guys talk. Quentin?
1: Fake. If he's in a series, I don't know it. If it's his own thing, I'd never heard of it. I'm also going to agree with you and go fake.
2: Um... So, I'm going to use some clues here and say Snapboy's going to be fake and, and da- Ghost Dancing's going to be fake. Because whoever made a n- name called Snapboy, that's only you. Yeah, and that's his
0: real name, too. That's not like a fake name. Oops.
1: So, we, we're saying fake.
0: Okay. So, after reuniting with his animal totem mother and being exposed to the ghost dancing medicine, he fully harnessed the power of his spiritual heritage and evolved into the Snake of Change. Well, he began the era of the fifth world after merging the spiritual and physical planes. Uh, so, ghost dancing. This is a weird ass character. Really? Yeah.
1: Um, he is real. So we got nothing. You got uh, nothing for that one. <laughs> oh, but,
2: uh, you did say evolve, so we kind of said it. No, no. You <clears throat> should
0: listen to past episodes. No, you know <clears> what? <throat> take that back. Don't listen to past episodes. <laughs> but. But no, but that's you, not how the game is played. she
1: was trying to bark Yeah, yeah.
0: She gets that from you, <laughs> yeah. I see.
2: No, I get it from myself. Because oh, do I know? don't like you. <laughs> <So>
0: <laughs> Nobody does. It's I fine. never
2: like it when you go to my house.
0: Oh, You're going right. to hurt Rod's
1: feelings. Right? No, these I don't, don't have feelings last, to hurt. It's our last one. <laughs> well, we got, guys, we got three points. We got to get these last two. Yeah, you really
0: do. Um, all right, this last
1: one.
2: I get four.
0: <laughs> you know what? She's right. She technically has four. Alright, so this very last one, his name is and and this is a weird one, so Captain Vidal Spoon uh, Dark Horse 1992
2: Wait, wait, did you say Captain the Spoon?
0: Captain Vidal Spoon Vidal Vidal. V-A-D-D-A-L-L And then last name is S-P-O-N. Like Vidal Sassoon. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess. Captain Vidal Spoon. Yeah, there you go. You said it perfect. All right. First appearing in Star Wars Tales number seven, Vidal Spoon was a warlord from an unnamed mining system in the Outer Rim. He threw back the Imperials trying to invade and steal his mines away. The Emperor saw this difficulty as an opportunity and recruited him. He is the only Hut to become an officer in the Empire.
2: Hmm.
1: A Hut in the Empire. That... Okay, I'm going to be honest with you, the reason that sounds fake is I know in Star Wars the Emperor is very xenophobic, he doesn't like alien species, mm-hmm. so I got to say, I mean powers, Hutch don't have powers, mm-hmm.
2: so... Is so,
3: like guns or something? No, I mean he's a so gangster, ours?
1: you know. The Huts, I mean they just So stretch your imagination a little bit. Okay, but he
3: has the he has the Hold power on. to command an army technically. Maybe. So mostly
2: he can command an army and use guns. Okay,
0: so what probably- do you what are you trying keep saying what you're saying? So what I'm saying is Yeah, you're right. Huts maybe don't have powers. Do you mm-hmm. think he's a Jedi? Do you think he has like some cor- sort of force? Something's gotta be special about him for me to put him in here.
2: I'm going to have to say he probably has something like the Force, but it's like not really... What
0: issue of Star
1: Wars Tales is he from? Uh, Number seven. See, I had all those. Quentin, let's get you to chime in because I'm conflicted right now, and this is the last one.
2: And I want to hold her.
3: Okay, give her the dog. Yay!
2: Hey,
3: small. I'm going to say fake. That, that's it? You don't have a power? Yeah, uh, I'm just trying to think of power. Um,
1: I think he's sensitive to the Force. Like he's kind of may have some powers, but he's not a Jedi. Well,
3: I mean, like how in Episode Six when um, Luke tries uh, to choke Jabba, I mean, they, they, he's he they uh, the Force didn't have an effect on him. Maybe. Yeah, they don't
1: have an effect, but it doesn't mean he's not sensitive to it.
3: Yeah, yes, yeah, so th- I'm gonna go with. Okay,
1: you. guys, I'm gonna I gotta say he might be real because okay. Rodney is really. Rodney's giving me those looks like he's... I'm really tricky. Like he's really going to trick us on this one. And it's been about 10 or 12 years since I've read those Star Wars tales. Um, so it's been a minute. So we're going to say Force Sensitive. Do y'all want? What do you want to say? Real or fake?
0: Real.
3: I'll real.
1: real. All right, I'm going to say real. I'll go okay. with the kids.
0: All right. So Vidal Spoon was a powerful, brilliant strategy... Strategist. (laughs) I'm going to do that again. Vidal Spoon was a powerful, brilliant strategist who impressed the Emperor so much that he gave him the rank of Captain, but only if he agreed to be a test subject for a newly discovered technology found on Tatooine. Removing his brain from his heavy, cumbersome body and placing it inside a Star Destroyer turned Captain Vidal Spoon into a powerful weapon against the Rebellion. I'm still saying A sentient ship able to make split-second decisions and react more quickly than a whole crew. And... And we all said I uh, No,
2: I'm saying fake now. I'm, well, you, I, I'm still saying fake. No,
0: you gotta stay with the pro.
1: No,
2: I said I'm still staying with my fake.
0: So, I don't even remember what you we actually said We said now. real and she says fake. Okay, uh, he's fake.
2: Oh, in your faces, <laughs> in your faces.
0: Three points. Yeah, so not great as Five, y'all's first three. effort. <laughs> that's that's in also your still true.
2: faces.
0: If you enjoyed that, make sure you go online to com to play our home version. See if you can beat our average score. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash longboxsmalltalk. Follow us on Twitter at longboxsmall. Make sure you hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. And don't forget to give us a five-star review on iTunes so we can keep bringing you more nerdy content like this. So that was really fun. Yeah, I enjoyed that a lot.
1: I had a good time. Guys, okay, I well, want sit down. We'll let you say the last. Okay. Uh Rodney's getting puppy kisses. Okay, Vi, sit down real quick. Aww. Guys, any last words before we end the episode?
2: Um, can I come on it next week? No.
1: <laughs> Rod, anything from you? No, sir. Let's end this. Okay, uh, for Long Box Small Talk, I'm Bill. I'm Rodney. And. We'll
2: see you next issue.
1: <laughs> I think that kind of worked. Yeah, I'm okay with
2: that. <laughs>
0: you just heard is part of the B&E Network brought to you by bmovies and ebooks.com